We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. This is Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Hello, friends. Mike Lee here, the Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, Talk 1640, 93.1 El Rey, and 104.1 The Fish. Proud to return Saturday, August 19th with Fish Fest Northwest featuring Mercy Me, Matthew West, Mac Powell from Third Day, Andy Minio, and Jordan Feliz. And what better way to promote your church, your ministry, or business or outreach than in front of thousands of people with a booth at Fish Fest Saturday, 93.1 Elridge Reventone Sunday, or even at both events. You can get noticed the weekend that people from all over the world will be visiting Salem, Oregon for the eclipse. If you want more details about how to get your brand exposed there, just email Mike Lee at kpdq.com. Find out how you can have your very own booth. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. Over the years here on Difference Makers, we've had the privilege of connecting with a lot of people who are involved not only with ministry and community, but with athletics as well. So it's been a long time coming, but I'm finally glad to have Sports Outreach Northwest in the studio today. Specifically, we have its executive director and founder, Eric Nyborg, who is also serving as missions director and Northwest missionary. So thank you for joining us today, Eric. Thank you. And thanks for bringing along your friend and former Century High School football coach, Bill Smith. Bill, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Mike. So for the big picture, maybe listeners are new to the area. Eric, could you give us an idea of what exactly is your group, your nonprofit 501c3, Sports Outreach Northwest, and what's your goal? Well, yeah, the the goal is is very simple, is to to use uh, sports as a medium to advance the gospel, to be able to see life's changed. And and we do that, uh, we call our our three C's. We do that through our our ministry to coaches. Um, We do it through our our chapel ministry and through uh, youth football clinics, which are youth clinics in general, which are uh, uh, coming up here very shortly. In fact, starting this weekend. So we're looking forward to that. So for the ones coming to Oregon, Hillsboro especially, would you like to shamelessly give us some dates to work with? Yeah, so our, our first uh, Oregon clinic, uh, they're all going to be in Hillsboro uh, this year, uh, Sunday uh, afternoon, June 4th at uh, Hare Field. Uh, we're going to have uh, over, over 100 kids there, uh, 8 to 14, and then uh, ages 8 to 14. And then uh, June uh, 17th, we will have our uh, basketball clinic, which will be at uh, Century High School. That's for both girls and boys, 8 to 14. Uh, these are all free. And then uh, June uh, 28th, uh, we'll have our baseball clinic. I think it's our sixth baseball clinic, and that will be on uh, uh, Wednesday the 28th at the uh, Hillsboro uh, Ballpark where the Hillsboro Hops play. That's so exciting. And speaking of the Hops, how do you enjoy serving as the Hillsboro Hops chaplain, Eric, Nay- but Eric Nyborg? Oh, it's it's a real encouragement to, to meet with those young men, uh, provide them uh, chapels and 
and uh, you know just build the relationships uh several of the guys that uh you know I've met the the first year uh still in contact with and uh have an opportunity to encourage and, and minister to them as they you know a lot of them aren't playing anymore as they go into other uh, areas in life be able to to encourage them as is uh you know any young man would need that's wonderful. We have a, a minor in-house connection here, our concert coordinator and the producer of the Georgine Rice Show, James Blinn, and his lovely wife, Selena, actually used to be a host family for a couple of Hillsborough Hops players in the past, and they would always go to the games. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you guys must really love baseball. And eventually he told me that they were hosting a couple of the Hops in their home. So is there still a need for things like that? Do yeah. people enjoy hosting a ball player? Yeah, there's a there's a need. It's not an area that I'm uh, directly involved with, but uh, I know that they can go to the the Hops website, and I think there's an application that they can fill out to be able to host these these players, and it's a encouragement to them because you know some of them are, you know, just uh, newly drafted out of college and and never even have heard of Hillsboro, Oregon, and they're dropped in here and and they're expected to be major league ball players, and so I have a great host home to. Uh, be able to come home to after these games and long road trips is uh, is a blessing for them. Well, it saves them some money too. They don't make too much in minor league baseball. <laughs> it's got to be a labor of love to some degree, right? Oh, I I think uh, being a major league baseball player at any level is is a tough gig. I mean, it's it's your summers. I mean, it is every night, just about. Uh, um, yeah, it, it is it is a labor of love to be a to be a baseball player to pursue that dream. So as someone, Eric Nyborg, who to a degree mentors some of these players, have you ever had to have a tough conversation to the point where maybe someone's long-term goals don't belong in the professional baseball scene? Do they ever counsel with you on matters like that? Uh, In one case, uh, my first uh, player rep, he... um uh, was he as he was wiping, uh, winding up uh, his his career, uh, wanted to go into full time ministry, and so I was able to to navigate him through that process, and we're still keeping contact. In fact, we flew him out last year to be part of the the baseball clinic and shared his testimony. So, uh, good good became a good friend. Well, that, how wonderful! Well, we talked about your 2017 Oregon clinic schedule. We've got Sunday, June 4th for football. We've got. June 17th for basketball, boys and girls, and we've got Wednesday, June 28th for baseball. So obviously because of the Portland Timbers in particular, we are Soccer City USA. So how do the other sports rank when it comes to drawing the kids to want to go to your clinics? What do you mean by the rank? Popularity-wise, is football bigger than baseball, for instance? Well, the, the baseball one has, has been our, our biggest draw uh, Bill and I are both more uh, football guys, but uh, uh, for some reason that that baseball clinic has become the the highlight uh, clinic. It was the first one we we did, and so it, perhaps that that gave a little bit uh, a head start over the other other clinics. But you know we we uh, you know kids get a free T shirt when they come in when they check in, then they uh, get to enjoy uh, the the stations. The great coaches come in and teach them. There's a testimony that's shared. And then at the end of the clinic, we uh, again for free we we provide them a lunch, uh, hot dogs. You got to have hot dogs with, with baseball. So uh, we do pizza for for the other clinics. But it's an it, all American thing. It's an all American thing, and it's a, it's a great time. And when those kids get out on that uh, ballpark there in Hillsboro, you know, thirteen fourteen million dollar facility, they're they're wide eyed, and it's a 
I mean, the dads that are that are there watching are wide-eyed, being able to be down close to the field. So it's a pretty pretty cool atmosphere and a and a pretty cool event. I think uh, uh, you know our basketball one actually has the most registrations this year, which is outpacing uh, the the baseball one. We had like 180 kids registered last year for the for the baseball clinic, but our 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 baseball or our basketball one seems to be uh, uh, drawing more attention this year. So that's interesting. Kind of a funny story for a couple of football guys to have to be running these baseball and basketball camps. So speaking of football, Bill Smith, tell us about how you joined Eric Nyborg and Sports Outreach Northwest following your career as a football coach over at Century High School. How did you two meet in the first place? Uh, when I started teaching and coaching in Malala back in 1984, the head coach was Dave Brown, a strong Christian, and he led Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And that's when I first got involved. I went to a football clinic at the Glazier Clinic up in Seattle recently, probably about seven years ago, and they had a Fellowship of Christian Athletes luncheon. And when I came back, I was they asked, do you want to be contacted? And I said, yes. And Eric contacted me literally a day or two next. I always thought that that was from the clinic. And uh, he told me he wanted to have a, a meeting with fellow coaches, Christian coaches in the Hillsborough area and, and, and start a, a ministry. And I thought that was from the clinic. And it's so Ken Ingram, myself, then Steve Jones, uh, we started meeting on Fridays at Panera Bread in the morning and having a Bible study, and it just grew from there. That's wonderful. That's fantastic. It's the high point of the week. So tell us about your coaching career, Bill Smith. Any, <laughs> any highlights that you're especially happy to have been a part of? Oh, coaching and teaching has been an absolute blessing. I spent two years at Malala. I spent two years at Hillsborough, 14 years at Madison High School where I met my wife, Christy. She's a teacher and a coach at Southwest Christian. They're on a bus right now heading down to the state track meet in Eugene. Oh, very nice. Uh, some great, great people at, at Madison High School. Dave Gasser, uh, John Wolf, Jeff Erdman, Brian Brand Crook. I mean, just some phenomenal people, people I will always cherish. And then I spent the last 15 years as a head football coach and teacher at Century High School, and that's been an incredible experience. Did you play football yourself a lot growing up? I played high school ball at Grant, and then I played uh, four years at Western Oregon. Oh, wonderful. So how did you like your Monmouth experience down at Western Oregon? You know, I enjoyed it. Again, I'm I'm dating myself here. When I started there, it was Oregon College of Education. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last two years, it was Western Oregon. Uh, Gail Davis was the offensive coordinator, his brother being Mouse Davis. Most people are familiar with that. Bill MacArthur was the head coach for 33 years, a, a very... Uh, just a, a fun guy to be around and met some wonderful people there at Western Oregon. It was a good experience, and Western was a great teaching college. So you mentioned meeting your wife at one of your teaching gigs. First of all, what do you teach and specialize in? And tell us about the first time you laid eyes on her. I teach both math and physical education, and I was a math teacher at Madison High School, and I would get there early to do my lesson plans, and right across the hallway was another math teacher. And we both had these uh, math problem of the month calendars and every day there was a, a a math problem you would do and so there i am working on a problem and there she is working on a problem and all of a sudden we started meeting and then i would have black coffee and she would have coffee with cream and so next thing you know i'm having coffee with cream so that's how we met we were both math teachers and five short year later we got married oh congratulations we've got about a minute and a half before break did you grow up in the church coach bill smith i did not walk with the lord until late in my life so in a nutshell, what brought you to make that decision? Uh, I, something was missing in my life. And my wife and I started attending a church at Sunset with Ron Kincaid, and uh, he started going right through the Bible. And it was just the answer to our questions. And it was one of the, it, it is without a doubt the best things that ever happened.
Did that surprise any of the friends or relatives you grew up with? It did. I'm not the same person now I used to be. You talk about college. I'm embarrassed about who I was in college and how I acted. So uh, there's been a tremendous change. What a great statement to make to the world, actually, not only through your teaching, but also through athletics. Speaking of which, here is the 2017 Oregon Clinic schedule for Sports Outreach Northwest. Football comes to Hare Field in Hillsboro Sunday, June 4th from 1.30 to 5 for ages 8 through 14. And they'll enjoy free of charge, T-shirt, all-you-can-eat pizza, and raffles. Basketball, boys and girls 8 to 14. They'll also enjoy T-shirt, pizza, and raffles at Century High School June 17th from 9 in the morning till 12.45 in the afternoon. And baseball's coming to Hillsboro Ballpark Wednesday, June 28th from 9 to 1. That's for ages 6 through 14, including T-shirt, raffles, and, of course, hot dogs. I'll leave the links up on our website, truetalk800.com, on the Difference Makers page. Make sure that you follow Sports Outreach Northwest on Facebook. They're also on Twitter at at SportsONW, and their website is sportsoutreachnw.org. That's sportsoutreachnw.org. More with Eric Nyborg and Bill Smith next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Everybody's pal Clark Hilton is across the glass, and I'm interviewing Eric Nyborg and Coach Bill Smith from Sports Outreach Northwest. Make sure that you follow them on Facebook and check out their website, which I'll link to the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com. Their website directly is sportsoutreachnw.org. And maybe, gentlemen, somewhere down the line, if you add a soccer clinic, Clark Hilton can help you out on the soccer field because... He is one of the players on our corporate station team, which they call the Fish Tacos between the Fish and Elmer. It's really quite cute. So, If I can say that the soccer clinic is requested all the time, and I always tell people we just need some soccer coaches to, to jump on board to help us with that because – I don't think Bill and I are going to be good at coaching a soccer clinic. These poor football guys <laughs> have to coach and run all these clinics for all these other sports. <laughs> I'll have to hook you up with the gentleman that plays for Warner Pacific that interviewed a couple of weeks ago with Fellowship of Christian Athletic. I think you got to really, really hit it off. And he's doing some coaching alongside. I think the Timbers have an under-23 team that launched recently in Salem that's supposed to be off to a good start. So exciting things going on in the sports world. So, gentlemen, you said that both you, Bill Smith, and you, Eric Nyborg, are football guys. So can you give us any examples of your upbringing and what kind of an impact or a message that athletics made to you as boys? Well, uh, growing up for me, athletics was was everything. You know, three sports uh, throughout the, throughout the year, and you know, I think uh, uh, some of the the impact of of sports to, to begin with was was learning how to compete. You know, b- being part of the team, sacrifice. Um, I don't know if I had the the greatest coaches uh, along the way, but uh, certainly there was there was a few that that really had a, a, a profound impact on me. And I, I think of uh, Doug Gerard, who's a, a teacher over at Liberty High School, was my quarterback coach in, in high school, and uh, he's he's a man of God, and he he really took an interest in me, and I think that was what uh, put the bug in me to to actually be a coach and to pour pour into other um, other kids, but. Uh, wasn't a Christian growing up. Did did go to church. You know, was one of those uh, Sunday type Christian kids that well, I'll be good on Sunday, and then Monday I'll go back to to the different bad behaviors that I was involved in. And I, you know, I came to Christ at at, at twenty three. So there was a, it was a long period of time just uh, kind of being focused on self. But uh, 
but now I'm glad to be able to use the, the, the two great passions of my life, um, which is evangelism and, and sports to be able to bring those together, to, to, to use that medium to, to, to share with, with people the greatest story on earth. Eric Nyborg, you have a bit of a diverse palette when it comes to your experience. You received your bachelor's degree in biblical studies and pastoral ministry from Multnomah. So yes. tell us how your experience was there. Well, uh, that that was so. I was I was saved in uh, in ninety three September of ninety three, and uh, it was you know, not too far after that. I was uh, ninety five. I was at Multnomah and really felt the call into to ministry, specifically to be to be a church planner. I wanted to to preach. I wanted to evangelize. Those were the two things that uh, burned most on my heart. And so, so yeah, the the there was the preparation. Took uh, several years to to get equipped and, and prepared to be able to do that. And and then, but you know, it was interesting. I never took a church planning class. Never read a church planning book. Never was mentored as a church planner. And so we we went to uh, Banks, Oregon, threw some mud on the wall. Said, <laughs> let's try to get a. Uh, a Bible study going and and see see where this goes and study came together and you know we started with five people in a living room and you know six months later it it grew to seven <laughs> we not not much growth to to start with but uh, eventually we were able to to work our way to a uh, uh, Sunday mornings and within you know a couple of years at fifty five families or so in a small little community uh, preaching the word and and evangelizing and so that was all you know. A, uh, obviously, a start with the, with the education, and then and then just kind of jumping out there and and uh, following the passion that was on my heart. So you mentioned Eric Nybor coming to know the Lord on your own at around age twenty three, despite yes. growing up in the church, right, and being say a one week a day cultural Christian like so many people are, right, both children and adults. So, what seeds were planted? What mentor or figures or what light bulb moments led you to want to choose to follow Christ at age twenty three? Well, my dad was very impactful in that. My dad's a, a man of prayer, and he was part of a, a prayer group of friends uh, from the, the church where I grew up, and I was faithfully on their list, you know, year after year, praying for, for my salvation. And, you know, after I was uh, done with high school, you know, went, went out on my own, and, you know, each year I was just, you know, declining more and more morally, and, you know, things that were not okay a year ago, you know, that were, now were okay, and... And uh, it was uh, my, one of my roommates uh, brought some friends home from uh, work one night, and one of them was this young gal that uh, was a Christian, and she challenged me. I thought I was a Christian, and just just it kind of a name only. And she says, "Well, what church you go to?" And I said, well, "I don't go to church." And she says, "Well, I'll take you to church." And you know, four weeks later, I'm on my knees, bawling and and, and coming to Christ. The Lord really uh, pierced me in my sin, and and. Uh, you know, as I prayed, um, not that a prayer saves you, but as I prayed to the Lord and and really sought for forgiveness, uh, I remember at the end of my prayer, I said, "I want to, I want to join the fight." I had no idea what the fight was, uh, but I really felt like that from the beginning, the Lord had marked me out for for ministry and, and serving Him in the kind of the frontline capacity. And here you are today with your sports outreach Northwest, hosting these three clinics in particular. Right. So it said in your bio that you launched Sports Outreach Northwest to change lives with the gospel starting in 2011 or yes. so. So you mentioned being a three-sport athlete growing up. So right. which sports were those? And did God put any in particular on your heart that you just had to see something into fruition? 
Well, it was I played uh, football, basketball, and baseball growing up. Uh, it's it's a deep dark secret in our family. I actually played soccer for a few years uh, as well. My son doesn't let me ever forget that, but uh, being a football family, but knowing that it no no, I mean, I, football and and basketball are probably the one the two sports that I know the most about. But I really appreciate uh, baseball and I love to to be part of that. I really love the culture of, of baseball. I, I really enjoy how. It, the connection the players get with with each other, and then it's also there's a lot of downtime, so there's a lot of fun and goofing around, and and I enjoy that part of it. But uh, you know, being able to do the do the chapels for for the, the high school players has been a real highlight because I've gone back to my old high school and 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 have done chapels, you know, in, in the same type of environment that I grew up in, and I tell the kids. You know, I'm just you that and now I'm just older, fatter and slower, you know, but I'm <laughs> but I'm you. And and so I feel like I can really relate to them and under, understand them and the things that they're they're going through. And, you know, I've done chapels in the same same spot where as a as a high schooler, you know, I was the, the language, the jokes, the behaviors were just so inappropriate at that time. And now I'm there uh, preaching Jesus. And that's a very humbling thing for me that the Lord would would open up that door and that opportunity for me to, to do that. And it, it really, it, it, it's, you know, I've been in ministry for a long time now and I'm every time that, that I share Christ, whether it's a one-on-one or in a, in a group setting, it really humbles me that the, the Lord would, would pull me out of the, the pit that I was in and, and, and give me purpose in my life. So gentlemen, in one sense, there's nothing new under the sun. In another sense, as you said, we're older, fatter, balder, and broker than we used to be. So Talk about dealing with this generation, Eric Nyborg. You never would have imagined going back to the high school that you grew up in to go and share and mentor these young athletes, did you? Oh, no, not even close. What high school is this anyway? This is Hillsborough High School. Yeah, Spartans. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, not even, not, not even a faint thought in something like that. Um, you know, it's, the Lord, uh, Lord's going to save and call who He calls, right? And uh, and I and I'm blessed by by knowing Him and having intimacy with the Lord and and being able to serve Him. I, I thank Him for that every single day of my life. So, are marching bands still big as they were when I was growing up in the '80s? My wife went to Glencoe. Okay, sorry. Roll about Tide. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right over there, right? Uh, Bill, you want to tackle the marching band one? It depends on the school. At Century High School, we have a phenomenal marching band, hundreds of members, and it's, it's, they do a fantastic job. So here you are, gentlemen, with the unique opportunity to use your love of athletics and your faith in Christ to be able to, to reach this generation. So do you find that that's more likely or more deep when you're meeting with them one-on-one or in a huddle versus these clinics that you're hosting, which is just a wonderful outreach? We just had our, our annual uh, barbecue fundraiser, and and I was I was sharing uh, with the with the group that was there that the thing that I enjoy most in life, the the thing that that gets me most excited is is being able to go eyeball to eyeball with another individual and share Christ with them. Uh, you know, I joked around that on those days, those those opportunities that I get, you know, you could burn my house down on those days and it's not going to affect me because of the joy of being able to communicate uh, the truth of the gospel to another person. And, and you know, it's it's just about a weekly uh, encounter. My schedule is, is, we're still working on uh, 
freeing me up with more more ministry time. But uh, it, it's it saddens me that a lot of the people that I encounter, just about every person I encounter with the gospel, they they don't have the the elements. They don't have the pieces. No one has told them. You know, I was speaking with a woman that's in her in her mid thirties here recently. Never didn't even know the the first verse of the Bible, and that just saddens me that our our culture is shifted so far away from from God that there's not even a base of understanding of of the character and nature of, of God in, in, in Scripture. We're speaking with Eric Nyborg and Bill Smith from Sports Outreach Northwest. In our final minute before break, gentlemen, tell me, is it easier to touch a young athlete who has been completely unchurched or one that's grown up somewhat in the church, maybe got burned or maybe was treated meanly or heard something wrong? What's easier? What, what kind of a heart's easier to crack? Boy, it's it. I think that's individual to individual. You know, there's there's you can just tell when someone's ready to to, to receive it and and you know listen to you and and a lot of most most encounters are. I feel like okay, I'm planting a seed. I'm giving the information for the for the first time, and and then you know you want to water, you want to pray, you want to you want to follow up. But um, but yeah, it's 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 case to case. So maybe, friend, it's not about our expertise or our training or our interests or passions as much as just trying to be obedient to what God's placed in front of us. And one of those ministries would be Sports Outreach Northwest. Follow them on Facebook. Learn more at the website, sportsoutreachnw.org. And their clinics are for football, June 4th, basketball, June 17th, and baseball, June 28th, free of charge. You'll find out more on the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com. When we return, more with Eric Nyborg and Bill Smith of Sports Outreach Northwest on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here with Coach Bill Smith and Eric Nyborg, the executive director and founder of Sports Outreach Northwest. Follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can learn more details at sportsoutreachnw.org. That's sportsoutreachnw.org. So, Eric, as the founder of Sports Outreach Northwest, are there any people that you've worked with over the years that you're especially grateful for? Well, there, there's several, um, and let me say this: uh, one of our goals with the, with the ministry is to to make sure that we are connected with uh, with the local church. And, and being a, a former pastor, I've been able to. My best friends are are pastors, and so several of them have, have really uh, stepped up and, and helped us out. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, helping with the clinics, um, the, the financial piece, um, general you know, information that needs to get passed along, and so got a couple uh, very uh, Good friends up in up in Washington, uh, Jeff Coulter, who's a pastor of uh, Edgewood Bible Church, and uh, Ryan Wood, that is a pastor of uh, Redemption Bible Church, and, and Bonnie Lake. Those guys have been very, very key as we develop the ministry uh, up in Washington. Uh, here in Oregon, uh, Gary Dozier, who's one of the pastors over at Southwest Bible Church, has been... Gary's uh, a great guy. You know Gary? I, yeah. I've known him over the years, and he introduced me to his son. If I remember correctly, Caleb plays for Corbin University. He does. He does, yeah. In basketball. Yeah, Gary's one of our board members, and so he's he's been... Uh, in fact, he's the one that came up with the clinic idea. So he was the, the one got us started with the, with the baseball clinic. I'm impressed and so not surprised. Yeah, well, Gary's... He's great like that. Yeah, he's he's tremendous... And so uh, there, there's also uh, Eric Spur, who's uh, 
big baseball guy down in, in Mount Angel. And so he's, he's a good friend. I didn't know you knew Eric. How funny. Yeah. Eric's just about my best friend. Oh, get and, out of here. And so it's a small he, world. Yeah. He's, he's a, a great man of God. Uh, anyone in the Mount Angel area, go, go visit, uh, his church because he's, I think about the best preacher in the Northwest. He, uh, handles the word of God uh, so well. And so these, these type of men have, have just been, uh, just tremendous coming alongside of us and helping us, uh, I get the ministry going. It's funny what a small world we live in. So the Spurs are, are good friends of ours. We live yeah. down in Salem. And actually, Mount Angel Bible Church was hosting a concert, which is the first place I saw Georgine Rice sing with her sister, Donna Stutzman, who is connected with you, Coach Bill Smith. How was that again? Uh, Donna teaches at Southwest Christian with my wife, Chris, Christy. And those two can flat out sing together. And I've been, we've been in the same service then because we go down there every year for the, the Christmas service. Oh, how funny. It really is a small <laughs> world. Go figure. So, yeah, we, we're really enjoying what we're doing. We actually have kids in the same ball league. It's called the Home right. Run Homeschool Ball League. It's, it's, it's on the chill side. It's relatively mellow, intramural level. We have teams, and we only have two cities right now. But somewhere down the line... My dear friend and commissioner and founder, Shannon Yeager, would love to add two more cities so we could kind of mix up our locations and our opponents. So anyway, it's so funny you know the Spurs. Yeah, they're, they're dear friends, dear friends. We spend a lot of time with them. So tell us about what you're trying to do when it comes to the three C's that are part of Sports Outreach Northwest. What's well, This is another thing that Gary came up with is he... he you know, we worked with coaches. We do the clinics. We do the chapels, and he he said, "Well, let's we'll, we'll just call them the, the call it the three C's of the ministry." And so it kind of helps shape and mold us. And that's you know, such a pastoral a, bullet point like thing to make a sermon sink in better for us congregation people. You know, well, right? Three three points. So we need to come up with a poem now to to make it official. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a you know it's, it's a guide for us. You know, we know that we want to we want to impact coaches. We know we want to be there. For coaches being able to to minister them, uh, Bill and I were talking about uh, one of the coaches in particular on the on the way over here that get, that was saved through our Bible study, and and being able to to see his life um, affected, and it's just been a tremendous blessing to watch the changes in him and his passion for the world. Bill will say how passionate he is. It's amazing how much he retains. You know, when I was pastoring, sometimes I was like, how much are we retaining of what's being taught? Well. Uh, Brad is his name is Brad. He retains it all, and he and he regurgitates it, and it's it's it's, it's so encouraging to see someone so hungry uh, for the truth, and you know, and the 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 chapels was was something that was an outpour um, from the from the coaches' study. The guys wanted more for their for their players, and so we were able to open up the door to be able to provide for those that desired to to be part of that an opportunity to get you know a short message on their free time before before a game and you know again gary came up with the idea of of doing the the clinics because he had some major league connections he was a chaplain back in in cleveland and so those relationships were still in place and so you know he gave me a number of a guy in san diego who gave me a number of a guy in indiana who gave me a number of a guy in arizona and next thing you know we're putting this baseball clinic together. I had no clue how to put the better, together a baseball clinic. And, and, you know, we, we worked through all the, the, the growing pains of the first year, had 80, 90 kids out in the, the field at Southwest Bible church and a couple gospel message and did a, did a, 
uh, or I should say a couple testimonies and I did a gospel message at the end. We fed the kids and it was like, Hey, this is pretty good. And of course the basketball coaches and the football coaches get wind of it. And now we need to provide clinics for them. And, and then, you know, eventually we'll have the soccer clinic, you know, that will, that will come in into play. But, I bet that'll go like gangbusters. Oh, I think so. I think so. And, and we've done clinics, you know, we've done them, uh, up in Washington, we're gonna we're uh, done a football clinic up there. We'll, we we're gonna add probably a basketball clinic or a baseball clinic up there. Uh, this next for 2018, we've done a baseball clinic in uh, uh, Missoula, Montana, and so we you know those three states are we're really wanting to to do the blueprint of ministry. This these three C's in those states, and again, it's all about it's all about the gospel. You know, I I joke around with my wife is like this is cheating. I get to be involved in evangelism, which I love, and sports, which I love, and it's a great excuse to have to go to games. You know, honey, it's it's ministry. I gotta the I chapels. Gotta go. The chapels have been pretty fun. The chapels are starting. The kids have requested those, and that's the neat thing about a schools. The kids. So where have they requested these chapels, so, Coach Bill Smith? So what we have is typical on a Friday night. School gets out. Your, your team will meet quickly. You'll have some sort of a meal, and then they'll have some downtime. And so the kids have asked it asked, can we get together for those of us who believe? And that's where the chapel started. It was requested by kids. But the neat thing is, is there's such an intense rivalry between schools. And I remember one day in particular, we're playing Glencoe, and that's a heated rivalry. And they asked to have a chapel, and then the kids from Glencoe asked to have a chapel. And so Eric said, well, listen, anybody who wants to will meet on the field before the game. And so here are two schools that pretty much want to get after each other. And before the school, you see 40, 50 kids getting together before the game meeting with Eric. And Alongside each other in opposite colors. It, it, pretty powerful, pretty powerful. I mean, that sticks with me. And then we got an uh, email from McMinnville saying, hey, we want to be part of this, contacting Eric. And, 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 and the kid said, we'll, we'll bring a bunch of people. And we're kind of going, well, how many people could it be? Quite a few people. Yeah, it was a sophomore that contacted me, and I thought, sophomore in varsity, you know, you're, you're way down in the pecking order on this team. And he brought 20-some 20 20 some kids with him for that for that first chapel. And, but you know we've we've also done chapels for uh, you know like you mentioned the the minor league baseball but this last season I was also the chaplain for the Portland Steel Arena football team unfortunately they they fold it you know I I, I love doing that because the, the the steel because I could speak the language the football language uh, the you baseball finally play- got your own sport yeah so the the, the baseball one you know the, sometimes the players they, they they speak a vocabulary that I don't know and so I'm like. I'm either Googling it or, you know, humble myself and ask a player what, like the first year they were saying raking. What does raking mean? Well, you know, it means getting a bunch of hits. I had no idea what that meant. And so uh, it was a You're context. you fixing your garden up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, that, that was, that was in, uh, encouraging to be able to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that the, they, they folded. But we've done Les Schwab Bowl um, chapels before, before the game. We've done that for a couple of seasons. Uh, and what else have we done chapel wise? I'm trying to think of a couple of the other things that opportunities that we've had, but you know, again, it's just an opportunity to get in front of people and, and, and share your passion and your love for Christ and, and tell them the truth. The football clinic that's coming up June 4th, it's been going on for quite a few years. It was started with a uh, Neil Lomax at Portland community church. But that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Neil Lomax, the former yeah, all pro quarterback, quarterback right? NFL quarterback, and he actually worked with my staff this last year, which was amazing. And he did it because of his his, his trying to give back to the community. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he end up working with was it Roosevelt or one of the local high yes, schools? Yes, Roosevelt High South School. Mm-hmm. He coached there for a number of years, and now he's working with 3D coaching, which is a 
trying to take coaching to the next level. They're more than just wins and losses. And, and so we would put this clinic on and, and uh, Hillsborough Stadium was very gracious and they allowed us to use their facility for many years. And now that's coming up June 4th and, and it's going to be operated now by Sports Outreach Northwest. And it's a fantastic clinic. Uh, if I could, I mean, Ken Potter's the head coach at Jesuit. We asked him to coach. And I remember one year he says, I'll do anything you want. I'll fill water cups. I'll empty garbage bags. I love that humility. Uh, Bill Volk from Aloha has coached. Eric Malum from uh, Liberty has coached. We had uh, uh, Dave um, Lewis was a friend of mine in high school who was a first-round draft pick for the Detroit Lions. He has coached. A number of my staff at uh, at Century, uh, Matt Lown and Trevor Smith have coached. And these guys all volunteer. They don't get paid a penny. They go out there and they work for hours. And when it's done, there's a, there's a tremendous message. Eric does a fantastic job just, just putting it out there. And, that's a, and it's, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience. I'm so glad that you were able to connect with so many different people in the area and the community. So if there's some athletes out there that might want to contribute, maybe their time or their finances, uh, in our next segment, I want to ask you how you get this going. You're a nonprofit. You come as a former pastor. You come as a, as a teacher. I, I somehow don't think that the two of you are pocketing the bill for all these free sports camps you're doing. So when we return, I'm going to ask you more about that. But have there been... Any other opportunities for athletes who might want to join alongside you and help you out? Uh, absolutely. We're, we're always open to, to get more guys involved. Absolutely. Strongest needs at the moment are? Well, it's probably the financial part is the strongest need. But as far as uh, coaching help, as we're always rounding up guys to, to help with the clinics, work, work a station four or five hours on whatever day that we're doing that. That is a great way to uh, be involved with the ministry. You can find out more on the Facebook page. Make sure that you follow Sports Outreach Northwest. Their website is sportsoutreachnw.org, which I will link up to, truetalk800.com, on the Difference Makers page. And don't forget about these three free clinics in Oregon. Sunday, June 4th, it's football. June 17th, it's basketball. And Wednesday, June 28th, it'll be baseball with more details at sportsoutreachnw.org. That's sportsoutreachnw.org. More with Eric Nyborg and Bill Smith next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Thanks so much for joining Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Coach Bill Smith and Eric Nyborg, the founder of Sports Outreach Northwest, which you need to follow on Facebook and on Twitter, and the website sportsoutreachnw.org. Gentlemen, you're hosting these free clinics to not only give good sports coaching and direction and fun fellowship and a t-shirt and raffles and and food but how do you do this is it all volunteer work is it all donation how do you pull this off there's so many wonderful sports outreaches both christian and not that cost money just to kind of try to break even so how do you do it for free well it's interesting it's a lot of fundraising i I start this uh, January 1st of each year. Once the clinic season is, is over, I kind of take a break from the, the administrational end of that. But January 1st, I, I start to contact our, our churches. I contact uh, different uh, businesses that, that enjoy our ministry. I think of uh, the Yard Baseball Academy in Beaverton. They're a, they're a, they're a sponsor. We have a, a, paint, a couple painting companies that have helped out. One, uh, pro End Painting up in, up in Washington, uh, gave a, very generous donation uh, this year. A uh, friend of mine named Scott Edmonds, uh, Scott Edmonds uh, State Farm uh, is his agency. He, they, they've helped out. Uh, the different uh, churches that we're involved with have, have contributed. And so we, we raise probably ten to $12,000 to be able to, 
to provide the, the, the four clinics that we're, we're involved in right now. And so, uh, you know, that covers the, the, the t-shirts, it covers the rental, it covers the insurance, it covers the, the food, you know, and all the incidentals that, that go with it. And, and then on top of that, you know, I, I'm on the phone, I'm sending emails, uh, getting people involved to the, whether it be a coach, a station help with check-in, you know, uh, the fact that Ryan Wood, uh, dear pastor friend up in, up in Washington, he's the water boy at an upcoming, um, football clinic. And he takes on that, that role of, of, of serving all the kids water. And so we will probably have 80 to a hundred people involved, whether it be coaches, helpers, uh, you know, volunteers to, to do these events. And then, then there's several people that help pass the word, you know, cause it's, we don't uh, spend any advertising dollars. And so we have flyers and we ask people to, you know, put the information out on um, social media. And, and then next thing you know, all the registrations start to come through and, you know, we're, I think we're over a hundred for every, every clinic uh, already. And those, those will continue to, we get a lot of last minute registrations, but that's all hard work of, of people helping us out with the ministry. Speaking of whom, I want to send a shout out to Jonathan Lee, our night jock, for helping make this connection and remind us that we did need to get together. So are there other like-minded ministries out there that you rub shoulders with and help each other out? Well, there's 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 always relationships. I mean, they're, they're sometimes a little bit challenged to keep up with them, but uh, one of the ones that I've really enjoyed getting to know is, uh, is a ministry called uh, Reality Sports up in Washington. They're they're like us, uh, you know, five hundred one three nonprofit. They take a little bit different angle as far as they they have more of a, a club uh, team type of uh, a ministry where kids will like they'll be part of the wrestling club and they'll come in each week and they'll be, you know, the, the wrestling skill, but as as also they'll they'll do the uh, devotions with them and stuff. So it's a little bit different model. They have club baseball teams, volleyball teams, and stuff like that. But it's it's been neat to. Um, you know, sit down and talk with them, you know, how, how are you pulling it off? How are you raising the, the funds to, to make this, this work? Or, you know, what's going on with, with your kids and the families? And, and so whenever you can find those, those like-minded type ministries and special ministries that, you know, kind of follow the blueprint is, is yours, it's good to, to sit down and be encouraged by each other and, you know, share the struggles and share the victories with each other. As a pair of coaches, Eric Nyborg and Bill Smith, I want to ask you how to find the balance in your ministry, Sports Outreach Northwest, because you're hosting these free clinics. So that's the draw. You're bringing these kids in to share the love of Christ, also alongside a lot of fun and hopefully learning the skills to play a particular sport correctly. So how do you negotiate the two, the sports mechanics aspect with the faith learning aspect, especially because I'm sure these kids are coming from a wide variety of religious or non-religious backgrounds. Right. Well, it, certainly we, we advertise it as a, a skilled training, but you know, this is a free clinic. And so I don't feel bad if, if uh, you know, one of our coaches at a station spends three, four minutes getting to know every kid's name. We had a, uh, a guy named Brandon Rupp. He's one of the, uh, instructors over at the the uh the Beaverton uh baseball academy we took he flew in on his own dollar to go up to the Montana clinic and i was watching him and he got to know every single name of every kid that that came through his his station so i was very encouraged that that he would do that but but it's 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 a free clinic so we have the the luxury of being able to um you know put the fun into it there's no parent sitting on the side the lines going 
hey, I paid good money for this. You know, I want my kid, uh, you know, going to the certain stations. Like, like our football clinic, it's interesting. It's fun in, in the sense that every kid will go to every station. So a big old lineman who will never throw a football in a game in his life gets to go to the quarterback station and learn that, that skill. And so each kid will go around to, to every one. And it's, you know, we, at Century we call this fantasy camp, right, Coach? We, every kid that think, kid's out of position, right? He should never be at that spot. But at our camps, we let him do that. And so, so we make it fun. We, we, do, we do obviously want to teach the skill. But then we, we, we take a timeout after, you know, we'll go through half the, the clinic. We'll take a timeout. We'll get the kids some water. And then we'll sit them down and, and say, hey, you know, here's, here's an athlete. Here's someone that's gone before you, has a story to share. And then they'll, they'll share their testimony. Then we get back after it, and then we come together again. We do a little raffle with them. We usually have a uh, a youth pastor at the event, so we we advertise uh, the, or we introduce at the beginning and say, "Hey, this is so and so. He's the youth pastor of this event." Uh, Brian Bickle, uh, Justin Veneer from over at Southwest are going to take on that, that role at a couple of our clinics this year. Mike Arzi, another pastor there, has done that in the past, and it's it's just a great way for those kids to to be able to connect and then local churches uh, are able to come and bring their, like their summer event flyers. And so when the kid leaves, he'll leave with, uh, with these flyers to be able to, for the churches to be able to follow up and, and get them involved. And a lot of kids actually end up going to their vacation Bible school or, you know, whether it's an outdoor service on a, you know, that Southwest puts the outdoor services um, as an, as an opportunity for the, the community to come in and whether it's like a sports night or a, you know, old car show night or first responders. And so they'll have that information in their hands to be able to, to come and, and connect. And that's what, that's the ultimate goal. I mean, I don't, I'm under the impression that I can be a youth pastor to five, 600 kids in three different States. And so we need, we need the churches to be able to, to, to come and, and, and help, help us with that, that element of our ministry. I never mind when a larger church in particular gets to host its own program, but something I prefer about what your model is doing, Eric Nyborg, is the fact that you're presenting the church as brothers and sisters in Christ, not one building or one denomination. You're just hitting the churches in your community against, hey, how about this youth group? How about that VBS? How about that church concert or outreach or athletic event? Yeah, if, I mean, obviously we want to be able to, to be in line uh, doctrinally and philosophically, and when we, we make those connections with those, with those churches, then we, then we have a partnership, and, and that works very well. And, and again, the, my pastoral background, uh, you know, I speak pastor, right? And so I, when I sit down with another pastor, uh, or we sit down with a pastor, we, we, we speak the same language. We understand the, the ins and outs, and, and so I'm sensitive to you know, the, the things that they have to deal with, uh, in their role. And, and, you know, I'm just not some guy off the street that doesn't know what he's talking about and trying to get them to do something. Uh, I, I, lo- I look at it as, Hey, we're, we're, we're all in this together. We're all working to advance the gospel and we get, we get to do this together and, and we get to do it around sports, which is huge, obviously in our, in our culture. Eric Nyborg and Bill Smith, I just want to thank you both so much, not only for coming in to interview on Difference Makers, but for what you're doing for the youth of our community through Sports Outreach Northwest, which needs to be followed on Facebook. At Sports ONW is their Twitter handle and their website, which I've linked up to our website, truetalk800.com, on the Difference Makers page, is sportsoutreachnw.org. That's sportsoutreachnw.org. 
Football camp, June 4th. Basketball camp, June 17th. Baseball camp, June 28th. All the details are online, but it's more than just athletics. It's about pointing our community's young people toward Christ, and that's really what it's all about. So I want to thank you so much for coming in today, Bill and Eric. Thank you. Thank you. It's our pleasure. And I'm looking forward to hearing more from you in the future. Thank you so much for joining Difference Makers on True Talk 800.